Hello there, and welcome to Blonde Moments Podcast. My name is Melinda Collins. And I'm Gina Bogie. And hello. How are you all doing this week? I'm going in on Florida Man today. I have a couple Florida ones too, so Florida's Oof. not off the hook this week. Florida, you wrote us those emails complaining we weren't giving you enough attention a few episodes ago. Mm-hmm. I guess you're getting it today. Get, giving it all <laughs> to you. So my first Florida man, which I think you're going to be very excited about, Gina, because it takes place in St. Pete. Yes, my stomping grounds. <laughs> a Florida man was arrested after police say he broke into a couple's home and stole bottles of booze. The man was found half-dressed, leaving behind empty bottles of wine and beer. The other thing the police found was that he had pooped on the floor and he was caught because he was sleeping on the couch. Oh, no. (laughs) He literally passed out in their house. Yeah. I mean, take the booze and run, Mm -hmm. right? If you, I mean, I, I guess if you. Really need to get fucked up. I mean, I wouldn't suggest breaking into someone's home to steal liquor. Maybe try stealing from a liquor store first. I mean, it's safer probably at someone's home. Okay, I'm going to admit that I have stolen liquor before. From a store? (laughs) Oh my God, Gina. (laughs) Okay, set the scenario. How old were you? Where were you? I was about 15. Okay. I was in Kalamazoo, Michigan. My friends and I wanted to get drunk. Yes. And so (laughs) we had those starter jackets. Uh Uh-huh. That that big front pocket. mm -hmm. Mine was naturally a U of M starter jacket. What's U of M? Fucking University University of Michigan. Michigan. Okay. You could fucking shove anything in there. I can't even tell you how much shit I stole from Walgreens with those starter jackets on. Boxes of hair dye, candy, you name it. Makeup, mascara, you name it. The essentials. It went in that starter jacket. (laughs) And listen, I'm not proud of this. I'm not condoning it. You sure sound proud of it. You're giggling. (laughs) You're smiling. It just happened. And my friend Melanie was like my... She was, we were like Tweedledee and Tweedledum. We were always getting into trouble together. If I was in trouble somewhere, Melanie was with me. She had on her. You have a thing for Mel's, huh? We just seem to find you. I do, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We were always together. And she had a Miami uh, starter jacket. (laughs) The Miami Heat? Miami Hurricanes. Oh, Jesus. Duh. Mm -hmm. Sorry. I knew that. (laughs) That's what I meant. I was picturing the logo. It's a blonde moment. It's okay. So her and I in our starter jackets, we were naughty. Okay, we stole some shit. So we wanted to get drunk, and there was a liquor store close by. But it was like a convenience store that sold liquor. And like looking back, this guy had to know what we were doing. We went in there one at a time. And we both got a bottle, a bottle of Boone's. Oh, you're like, I'm going to really get the, the hard stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Boone's Farm. I mean, that was hard stuff when we were 15. Sure, yeah. You know, this we got that Strawberry Hill. That was my favorite flavor. I think that Boone's Farm is just a rite of passage when you're a teenager. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. We were successful. We stole two bottles of the Boone's Hill and we proceeded to get Fucked up. <laughs> that Boone's Hill. Where did you guys go to drink it? 
I think we went to just like my mom's house. We walked around, like we walked around the streets. We had a cop pull us over once because he thought that we were prostituting, but we were definitely. What the hell were you wearing? Oh my God. You're both dressed like pretty women. We just, we would cause ruckus just like of dumb things down the road from this convenience store. And my mom's house was also a costume shop. And we would go in there just to try on the costumes. Mm -hmm. They had like the big like costume heads that you could put over. And I mean, we just did dumb shit. We were kids. I thought you were going to tell me that this story is how y'all ended up pooping out of the window. Oh, no, that was at my dad's house. That was was before. (laughs) That was before this event happened. We moved we progressed from shitting out the window to stealing liquor and cosmetics. <laughs> I have stolen liquor before. Mm-hmm. Not See? from a store. I'm way more white trash than that. Uh, while we were camping, mm-hmm. me and my cousin and one of our friends, we wanted to find like beer or vodka, which I feel like everybody has at their camper mm-hmm. and there was this one camper that was kind of in the back of the woods that hardly anybody would be there like you knew like the family that would come every once in a while but they weren't there often it was like a permanent camper that was yes. always there gotcha yes. and so we go <laughs> to the back of the woods this is so stupid and <laughs> the the door's locked obviously so we're trying like all the windows to see if we can pry any of the windows open because sometimes the older campers like you could just lift them mm-hmm. the windows nope so my friend gets on top of the roof and decides to go in through what are those like little vents or whatever? Oh my gosh, that's crafty. Yes. And lo and behold, it didn't have a screen over it. So that was kind of nice because we didn't actually have to break anything. Mm-hmm. But so he's trying to get in there and he goes one foot at a time and he ends up doing the splits to get all the way through <laughs> it. Not intentionally, but sure enough, there was a handle of vodka in there. Mm-hmm. And then he just let himself out at the front door. You little shit. Oh, we thought we were so cool. It's probably like skull or some shit. Um, I was probably like 15. Mm-hmm. 16 maybe somewhere around there but you like guys were like fuck yeah mm-hmm. and it's funny though because like the three of us could not have done anything to even make a dent in no. that freaking handle of vodka so i wonder what we ultimately ended up doing with it it was funny if you're smart this is what i would have done you'd have emptied some water bottles poured the vodka in the water bottles for future camp trips so you didn't have to break into someone else's place again well, where the hell were you when I was 15? I don't know. I'm stealing fucking Boone's Hill. <laughs> Making shit sandwiches. Mm-hmm. Damn. Nope. I, I really, I wonder what we ended up doing with that. It was fun. And it was like during the day, too. I'm like, what the hell were we doing? I mean, and everybody's getting wasted camping. Adults, too. It's hilarious. I mean, we're avid campers. We go camping all the time. We have a, a RV. And it's just funny how wasted, like, even the adults all get. Everybody's just having a good time. Did I ever tell you my story of me being a little liar to my sister when I was probably like... <laughs> Six or seven. Mm-mm. We used to go to this campsite all the time. And my friend who helped me steal the the liquor, but we were the same right around the same age. He might have been a year older than me, but um he was a friend of my mom's best friend's son. So Wait, was your sister drinking the liquor with you too? No, no, no. My sister was at that age, she was probably not even up there. She's five years older than me. Oh, okay. But so this is when I was like seven. Okay. So me and my f- 
friend. He's like a brother to me, but we were walking around the pond. It was like this trail that went around the pond. Like we, you know, I mean, I lived back there when I was a kid and we decided we were going to play a prank on my sister. Oh no. And the prank (laughs) was we were going to tell her that the whole new group of campers that were back in A, because A was always tent campers. They weren't the permanent campers that we walked back there and all of them were dancing naked around the fire. And at like seven years old, we're like, <laughs> like we're so naughty. Can you believe this? And my sister, okay, she's five years older than me, 12 years old-ish, somewhere around there. And so we tell her, what does she do? Goes and tells my parents oh. that we went in back and all these people were dancing naked. <laughs> like a good kid should, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, they shouldn't be dancing naked at this family campground, whatever. tattletale. <sighs> So then my dad tells me we need to go confront the people in the back of the woods. And do you think he knew you were lying? Uh huh. (laughs) I'm sure. Um, And so the whole time I stuck to my ground. My friend left me. I was all on my own. He 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 didn't he didn't try to help me out. I should have learned then that men are evil. Mm -hmm. I should have learned at seven years old there. Mm -hmm. So we walk back to the back and there's like the group of probably the nicest people, you know, and uh, my dad's like, well, my daughter told me that you guys were back here (laughs) dancing around naked. And they were all like, no, no, you know, and I'm sure I started crying and was like, I'm sorry, I made it up, but I was supposed to just be funny for Melissa. And then my dad, I remember telling me like, you can't make up lies about other people and whatever. So then I got grounded to the camper. Oh, no. And my friend, because he was in on it too, he got grounded to his camper. (laughs) And my sister was there to watch us while my parents ran into town to get something from the grocery store. And I was mad. Like, obviously, I was pissed off because I can't believe my sister told on me when I was just trying to pull a prank on her. But so my sister starts playing with the fire, like poking it. And then she has like the big stick and she has like the smoke coming out of it. And she's like waving it around and she starts making these chanting noises and saying, that she's gonna use her voodoo powers to get me and my friend out of the campers and not be grounded when my parents come back (laughs) and my parents came back and they let us out of the campers so I thought my sister was like magical and powerful when I was young (laughs) long ass story but I learned then on like don't make up lies about people oh that was a hard little Mel yep little pigtailed blonde dimpled Melinda oh Group of like 25 people knew That's I was a liar. That's fucking hilarious that your dad just marched you on over there and said that to all these people. He they did. were probably like, uh-oh. Yeah, can you imagine just like your average like Midwestern family and then <laughs> they're like a lie being told about you guys just voodoo dancing naked back there? Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Oh, that's funny. I have lots of camping stories. We get a little ruckus camping sometimes. That's good. It's a lot of fun. I like camping. I like camping when I'm in a camper. I won't do the tent oh, camping yeah. anymore. Oh, yeah. Well, we have a camper. Yeah. We have a camper that has a toilet and a sink and a nice comfy bed, and that is how I like it. First off, I'd like to say I have no tiny penis stories today. We are letting that one rest for a little bit. <laughs> As of right now, and I have no listener stories sent in yet that are new or follow-ups. So we're going to leave that one alone for a little while. But what we are going to go back to is farts in a jar. Oh, God. (laughs) I do not have a jar with me today. (laughs) This is one of those I'd be okay to put to rest. Well, you know, the people get 
what they want. And these are <laughs> listeners sending us these stories. <laughs> so this is from Megan. She said, hey, ladies, love the podcast. You guys make me giggle in the office at all week, and then I can never tell anyone what I'm laughing about. <laughs> tell them, tell girl. Them. They probably would love to laugh about it, too. Mm-hmm. I just want to let you know, the fart jar girl was on Howie Mandel's podcast a few weeks ago, and apparently the rose petals are fake, and she farted directly on them, like petal in the crack, oh. and then puts the petal in the jar. Not sure if that makes it better or worse, because Gino's apparently successful without the petals. <laughs> yes. I think it would it would make it stronger smelling. I think so, too. So now do I have to do this again? Do for I have Chris, to do this again? Not for me. Do I have to part? Get, you, you know what? You have to fart in a jar, and then also your next fart has to go onto a petal and put it in a jar, and you can pick out which one's stronger. There you go. So what I need to do- You know why? Is buy some fake petals- you know why, though? It's the pudicles. Pudicles get all over those petals. Yeah. Pudicle petals. Have you ever, like, gone to the bathroom and, like, maybe not courtesy flushed and then, like, you know, you took a big shit? <laughs> You're looking at me right now like, what the fuck Where are, we are going? you going to say? Where's this roller coaster going? <laughs> that... You've like, you know, left the bathroom, wash your hands, whatever, and you're in the other room and you smell poo on you still. And you know you've wiped and you know you've washed your hands. But like the poo smell has like gotten into your sweatshirt. I haven't had that, but I've had it after changing like Camden's diaper where I feel like it's stuck in my nose, the smell. Oh, maybe that's it. Maybe it's stuck on my nose. And maybe your nose sweater. hairs have grabbed onto, or maybe your black hairy tongue. <laughs> Grabbed onto the smell. I swear we have like a weird toilet in our bedroom and it looks normal. Well, in our bedroom bathroom. <laughs> Back that one up. Back that one That's up. That's just our sex play toilet. <laughs> <laughs> it's like no matter how I position my booty, my turds always end up above the water. Like always. I don't know how. Maybe it's like a, it's not a, maybe your downspout doesn't go down, down. Yeah, I don't know. Or like the toilet water is low. I hate pooping in my bed. I, I usually will always go to a different one. Oh, I have a bathroom in my house that I only poop in. It's my bathroom. Yeah. Yeah. You got it's your so, little necessities, things to read if you're bored. Well, I swear if the poo is above the toilet water for too long, it will like stink your clothes up. <laughs> It's like poking your butt cheek. Hey, oh, not done yet. So I always have to make sure I flush if for some reason I'm using that bathroom because I'm like, oh, I'm going to stink after this. And then I'm like, do I smell to other people? Is it just me? Is it just stuck in my nose? This is one I'll help you with. When you go there and you poop, I'll wait for you to come out and then I'll sniff you. Oh, there you go. You'll help me with this one? This one I will. Okay. Because there's a good chance it's just you. There's a good chance it is just me. But I, I want to know because I'm like, if I smell like poop, I want to know, you know? Mm -hmm. Well, if any, if this will make you feel any better, it's definitely dissipated since you've gotten here. You don't smell like poop today. Well, there you go. <laughs> I also didn't use that bathroom today, so. I'm just trying to help, okay? <laughs> All right, then we have another one sent in by Mandy. She said, heard the story about the fart in a jar. One of my students I work with in my after-school program gifted a fart in a jar for a white elephant gift back in 2012. Whoa. Ahead of the time. Ahead of the time. I still have the jar. <laughs> never opened. <laughs> Send it to Gina. The weird thing was that it had condensation inside the <gasps> jar for over a year. 
and she sent a photo. This is a oh, that's a big, big ass mason jar. jar. Um, so the the did the, the condensation go away then after a year? I think it did, and it that... it says vintage circa 2012 on it. Fart in a jar, Mandy. We There's... need you to open this jar. Yes, record it, send it to us. We need. Let us. We want your reaction. I want to know if it still smells because 2012. I mean. Uh, that's how many years ago? Ten. Ten. Ooh. <laughs> I think the fart you smelled got to you. That one went way over my head. What year is it? I don't 2022. know. 2022. Mandy, you have to open this jar and see if it smells like fart. We need to know. I wonder what the science is behind the condensation being there. And then if it's not there anymore. She said it was a year. Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah, I want to know what that is. It just like the science major in me is like, oh, experiment time. I want to know if 10 years later, it truly still smells like fart. Did somebody actually fart in it? I need to know. Hmm. That's a good one. It is a good I one. I like that she kept it too. I know. That's funny to me. <laughs> do you have it on a mantle? What do you do with it? Yeah. Where is the fart in a jar Because it's definitely a story piece. Yeah, absolutely. And I love that it was gifted from White Elephant too. Yeah. I love that game. So... Man, seriously, open it up, Mandy. <laughs> we need to know if it still smells. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here's another Florida man for you. A Florida man received a beatdown from the Easter Bunny, and the whole thing was caught on video. Dang, what did he do to the Easter Bunny? And this is Orlando, by the way. Okay. It all started when the man bumped into a woman and words were exchanged. The bunny hopped into action (laughs) and proceeded to demonstrate his fists of fury. A promoter that goes by Workfifth on Instagram captured the fuzzy brawl on video. Eventually, it was broken up by the Orlando police and a bystander. Oh my gosh. I st- still love that video of the girl that was naked on the bar smashing Oh, my glasses. God. That's such a good one. <laughs> okay. Here it is. Easter Bunny taken to the streets and getting into a fight. Oh, my gosh. When you look at this video, you're like, yep, that has to be in Florida. Yeah, the one is going to be Dang, that bunny is swinging. Do you think like the punches actually hurt though? Because his <laughs> hands has... are like covered in <laughs> fleece. I mean, if he hit him hard enough, yeah. That freaking bunny was going to town. He was. Like, he was putting a beating on that man. <laughs> I wonder what he did to that bunny. I think the bunny was defending the woman the man bumped into. Hero Easter Bunny. Mm-hmm. Not only will he deliver you sweet treats and baskets. He'll defend your woman. Florida is just not off the hook today because nope. my little fun story happened at one of the most magical places on earth in Florida. Gatorland? <laughs> Disney World. Oh, how did I not know? Two women were allegedly at the center of a drunken brawl at the Walt Disney World Resort in Orlando. How are you going to get into a brawl at Disney? Mm, when I was just there, uh, it would be probably pretty easy because you add a little alcohol 
It's hot as hell. Mm-hmm. You're waiting in these freaking lines. There's so many people. I could see where I could be agitated enough to want to punch somebody. Well, the two women were sisters. Oh, no. That's... There's... <laughs> from New Jersey. <laughs> so they're from New Jersey. Just happened in Florida. So it's not Florida man. They were arrested by Orlando County Police and were taken into custody after fighting. It was said that the two women began arguing inside an Irish bar in Disney Springs, a shopping and entertainment complex <laughs> within Walt Disney World. The pair then proceeded to fight outside the bar, not from not far from the Cirque du Soleil venue, after an Uber driver refused to take them back to a hotel. Uh-oh. Probably because they were wasted. That's what my thought was. Oh, no. Scared they're going to puke in the Uber. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the younger woman who managed to become unclothed. Uh, that makes you an official Florida man. Once you remove your clothes to fight, mm-hmm. Florida man. Or they got ripped off. I don't know. She was then assisted by deputies with putting on a blue blue jean jacket since she was not wearing any clothing. <laughs> <laughs> they must have given it to her backwards to wear. He detailed how both females were screaming at each other. A security manager who allegedly witnessed the encounter said one female was sitting on a bench while the second female was standing over her. And after attempting to calm the situation, the security manager said one female slapped the other in the (laughs) face. (laughs) At that point, both females began punching, slapping, and pulling each other's hair. Oh, damn. The women were separated a second time, and the older sister allegedly slipped in the other's vomit. Both women then fell into the bushes while still fighting when they became undressed. (laughs) Is there a video of this one? I (laughs) wish there was. (laughs) Slipping in the vomit is it for me. That is funny. (laughs) The report allegedly said Walt Disney World did not have any video surveillance of the brawl between the women who were not identified. Damn, Y'all know that there was some patrons nearby watching this mm-hmm. go down. Nobody got their cell phone out for this. I would have watched this one. I would have gotten. There my was cell like no phone real out. danger. Nobody really needed help. There was no real. They're slapping each other, <laughs> slipping in pew, naked, naked. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine though with your kids at Disney and this shit goes down? You know what? It's a nice awakening for children to realize what life is really like. Mm-hmm. Disney, it's all smoke and mirrors. They were sisters, so you know they made up the next day, too. <laughs> Do you think that the younger sister was mad at the older sister for telling on her about there being a naked group of people in the back Maybe. of the woods? I think she was seeking her revenge. Mm-hmm. All right. This was me and Melissa. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, Florida. Fort Pierce, where's that? You know, I'm not sure. Okay. Well, a Florida man had an interesting explanation for the bag of cocaine found in his car during a traffic stop. It just blew in there. It did. That's what he said. (laughs) He said the police or the wind must have placed it there. It happens. Uh, The police say that while they were trying to pull him over, he was attempting to discard an item out the passenger window, and there was also an open can of Budweiser and a drug pipe found in his car. I mean, it happens. Sometimes you roll down your window and... You never know what's going to fly in there. Drugs just fly into your car. It's it's happened to me. Oh my God. I don't know where this story just came from, but 
did I ever tell you the story of the truck driver who was masturbating? No. So when I was like 16, 17, 18, me and my cousin, we'd go up to the campsite all the time. And so we would be just cruising in my sweet little teal Saturn SL2, which we keep talking about this car, I swear, me and you, outside of the podcast. And we would be cruising and I had this huge, like two books of CDs. We'd have so much fun. And one day we were driving up there. It's a beautiful sunny day. I'll never forget this. And the semi truck just kept kind of like evening out with us every time we would like go a little bit faster. They'd go faster, slower, go slower. And I look over and you know how they have those little windows down by the feet? Mm -hmm. I like look up and you can see this guy masturbating. Oh, no. Yes. I mean, luckily I couldn't like see everything because I was, you know, sweet, innocent. (laughs) that's me winking you can't hear it uh melinda but oh my god that was disturbing yeah i mean you can tell the motion of somebody jerking off like you Mm -hmm. can get a general idea of what they're doing yeah i was on the plane to go to florida Mm -hmm. (laughs) i was on the plane to go to florida and uh the guy next to me was watching porn on his phone Why not? And I was like, but like, what are you going to do about it? And I was like grossed <laughs> out by it because I, I I was stuck in the middle seat and my husband and I did not have seats next to each other. He okay. was like either behind me or in the row next to me. I can't remember, but he wasn't next to me. So I was like, oh, this guy's gross. And he kept like, like he would like go like in his tabs and like go to something else, but then go back to the porn because I kept seeing it on the corner of my eye. And I was like, what satisfaction is he getting out of this? Because it's not like you can start masturbating right now. You know, he has no blanket or maybe he's like into edging, you know. Oh, sure. There's a lot of things that could have been going on. Right. I was like, Mm. if he goes to the bathroom, for sure he's jerking off. (laughs) He's like getting it taken care of real quick. He's been like ready. And you're like in the so the middle. You're right next to him. Yes, it was uncomfortable. That would make me uncomfortable yeah. too. I'd have to go to the bathroom and say something to the flight attendant. I think. I it think was I'd towards have to the end of the flight that I noticed it. So I was okay. like, I just wanted this. You let him ride it out. Yeah, I was like, we're gonna we were gonna be on the ground in like maybe 20, he 30 was minutes. looking for tips. He's going to go visit his little sugar baby in uh, Florida. He was young. He looked like he was like, he looked like a normal dude. But I was like, I don't. Normal dudes watch porn, Gina. I mean, yeah, I guess. <laughs> Maybe not quite as publicly. But Chris was like, why didn't you say something to me? What, what am I going to do? Yell across the aisle. Hey, babe, this yeah. guy's watching porn. Yeah, put him on blast him- in front of everybody. <laughs> I'm like. I was, was just he at really least like trying lean- not to pay attention. Was he at least leaning against the window, trying to make it so you couldn't see? He was. He was trying to be discreet about it, but you could see. How what bad he was is your addiction to porn if you can't even not be on it for a couple hour flight? Mm-hmm. You know what? Maybe Chris is right. Maybe I should have called him out. Just embarrassed him. No, people are crazy. That's true. You never know what his reaction could have been, and then you're stuck right next to him. I'm stuck next to him. Yeah, in a middle seat, can't get out. Or mm-hmm. when we get on to the airport, he finds me and yeah. like... Friggin- it's not worth it. Yeah. I agree. Either get help from flight attendant or just let him if go. If it had been at the beginning of the flight, I would have asked for a different seat. Sure. But I noticed it. But like I said, we were like... Maybe you did something to him and he got... He's like, oh man, she reminds me of this porn star. 
chicks with dicks. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, that's right. I didn't, didn't, didn't this girl have a dick for like two weeks and she did a bunch of porn? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you just get all the porn done in two weeks. Exhausted. Oh, man. Yeah, I wouldn't have liked that. It would have made me very uncomfortable. At least he wasn't touching himself. He wasn't touching himself and... It did make me uncomfortable, though. I was like, I just don't get what you're getting out of this. Yeah, like, do you have a porn addiction? Like, you got to just keep checking out those titties. Like, what (laughs) what is happening right now? You got to keep checking out those titties. (laughs) I'm like, I don't Could you tell what he was watching? Like, what kind of porn he was into? It was two girls. Mm, Typical. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I didn't see any dudes in there. I was expecting so much more from this on a plane porn fetish dude. Mm -hmm. No, it was just two girls. I was like, all right, dude. Okay. I was waiting for him to go to the bathroom. For sure he went into the airport bathroom after that, (laughs) without a doubt. All right, so we had a listener send us in a little tidbit. Carolyn, Carolyn Suzanne, she said, hi, ladies. First of all, I love you both. I renovated my entire house while listening to your podcast from the start, and my laughter echoed off the bare walls. It was awesome. Nice. Secondly, I was hoping you could tell me if you remember what episode you talked about the sex you review on. I've been trying to find it because I remember... The the what? The sex you review on. So I was wondering if you could help me out with this one. The sex you review? Yeah. Spell it. The sex you review, like the S-E-X you review on. You review? Y-O-U. R-E-V-I-E-W. Like the sex you review. So like us reviewing sex. Read the email again. Secondly, I was hoping you could tell me if you remember what episode you talked about the sex you review on. I've been trying to find it because I remember screaming from laughter and need to send it to my friend. If you could tell me, that would be fantastic. Thanks so much and stay tuned for some stories from me. Ooh, I love that. Send us in some stories. Do you remember this? I mean, if she's going on a review, maybe she means Tracy's dog. The vibrator. Oh yeah, but I could be wrong. Um, Well, Carolyn, we need a little bit more info so we can look that up for you. Yeah, I'm not. It's not registering for me a sex you review, but if it's like a a reviewer review, um, that's pretty early on. I feel like sex toy. Yeah, it was Tracy's dog, wasn't it? Mm -hmm. So Hmm. that's the only thing that I can think of. But if you have more information, if it it is just the review of the vibrator or if there's more to it yeah i don't know i wanted to help her out with that one because we love to help you out and send your favorite episode to your friends yeah hell yeah mm-hmm. we're we are here for that i think that maybe that's what she meant was tracy's dog because we did talk about reviews of that well to be continued we'll figure that out for you another listener sent in some memes you know we love our memes mel and i send each other memes all day long all on day instagram long. memes yep. and reels um so ashley day sent us in one it's a picture of lorena bobbitt yes <laughs> yes and it says don't be afraid to cut people off mm-hmm. oh i need that like on a big sticker to put in my window <laughs> But she looks all like stoic, Lorena does. And then she says, Well, she's in the uh, courtroom, it looked like in that picture. Mm -hmm. And then she sent us another one. It's like a Reddit thing, no stupid questions. What are Florida ounces? I didn't think much of this when I lived in Florida. 
Many products were labeled in Florida ounces, but now that I live in another state, I'm surprised to see products still labeled with Florida ounces. I looked up Florida ounces but couldn't find much information about them. Google doesn't know how to convert them to regular ounces. Do you, do you get what they're saying? <laughs> Someone commented on the thread. F-L-O-Z stands for fluid ounces. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Come on. Oh, my. I guess maybe if I saw, like, you said it's a meme. <laughs> If I saw the meme, I would I would have had a hard time understanding what Florida ounces meant. But yeah, 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 <laughs> fluid ounces. Oh my gosh! I thought that was funny. We had to bring it up since we were talking about Florida today. I'm like, oh my god, people just never cease to amaze me. So thanks, Ashley, for sending those in. We love some good little cutesy memes. So this story that I have is actually pretty cool. So there is this model who was once on the cover of Playboy Africa. Her name is Carolina Lecker. Um, She is on a crusade to test loyalty and catch cheaters on social media. So what she will do is you pay her about $1,800 and you can send Carolina your boyfriend's phone numbers and Instagram account and see how your other half will react to this model's advances, basically. Wow. Mm Mm-hmm. So it's it's a real model that's mm-hmm. yep. so it's her. It's really her. Right. So if they like want to FaceTime her, it's really her. Yep. She's there. So she says that she first will contact them on Instagram and wait for them to respond. And then she keeps making conversation and the conversation gets hot, hotter and hotter. But the people want to know like if the man remains loyal and she says, if he doesn't fall for my chat, she will return the money. <gasps> Wow. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so far, she's made over $8,000 doing this. Damn. Which means that's, you know, about five or six cheaters she's caught, right? Damn. Yep. So I actually really like the, uh, I like this. This is good. I think this is good. What does she look like? I want to see what the. She's very pretty. Is she? Oh, yeah. She is very pretty. Mm-hmm. Damn, that's see, men, you better be fucking careful out there because us ladies, we're getting fucking crafty. Okay. We, we're crazy. We will figure out ways mm-hmm. to catch you. Yeah, we're crazy as fuck. We are crafty as fuck. And we have women like this on our side that are like, I'm going to make a profit off of this, which kudos to her. You know, mm-hmm. she's not charging an astronomical amount. So that's fine. You know, that's like, you know what, ladies, I'll fucking help you out. And. If your man is loyal, I'll send you your money back. Man, that's, that's, she's on to something here. Okay, so I will add, Carolyn, I just kind of was looking through the podcast. And if you're asking about the review of the vibrator, the Tracy's dog one, that is episode 33, We're Not Suckling Shit. I do love that word, suckling. (laughs) You and you alone. (laughs) Suckle on it. Suckle my titty. Isn't that what we were talking? Where yeah, <laughs> that yep. was suckle, mm-hmm. suckle on this. What's the what's wrong with the word suckle? I don't know. It makes me feel like a certain way. Like what type of way? Like it's wrong. <laughs> like it's wrong. Like you're, like you're a pig suckling on mama's teat. No, that see when you use it in that sentence, it's not as weird. But like a human using the word suckle, I think of like I don't know. It really makes it gives me like a visceral <laughs> feeling. <laughs> <laughs> makes you feel the uh-oh feeling. Yes. Like, this is not okay. This is not right. 
Something's happening here. Well, I have a very dangerous matter. Ooh. <laughs> Danger. Danger. What was that, mystical? Watch so long. He's been gone. <laughs> right? It's yeah. So okay. Danger. Get on the floor. <laughs> We're so good with the lyrics right now. I can't remember the whole thing, but that was... Be cool. He says that. Watch that. yourself. Be cool. <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? Gonna, we are not quitting our day job. You're just going to let me hang out there on my own. Becoming rappers, that's What was sure. Mystical's big song? <sighs> nope, nope. Just try to think of it. Cheater, cheater, pumpkin eater. Wasn't that his big song? Mm-mm, no. It wasn't Danger. All right, look it up. <laughs> I'm like, fuck, I don't know. Been so long, he's been on. Dun, 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 dun. What it is that you want to see? Danger. Mystical. Go get yourself. The rapper. Oh, I'm sorry. I wasn't spelling it M Y S to call. Well, damn it, Gina. Danger is one of them. That's not the one I'm thinking of, though. That was a good song, whichever this other one was. Shake your ass. Watch, Watch yourself. yourself. Shake your ass. ass. Show me what you're working with. That, that was it. it. That that's the it, song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Like, what year was that? 2000. I want to see. Hold on. Maybe 2000. Watch yourself. Does it say the release oh, that date was a on good there? One. What's that? That's got to be like 2000. Uh, 99. 2000. Oh, yep. God, am I good with that shit. He also had other hits. The Man Right Chair. Nope. Let's get old fabulous. No, I don't think Wobble, I wobble. <laughs> I know danger. And if it ain't ass. live, it ain't me. What happened to him, huh? I don't know. Danger, grabbed a wall and rocked a boat. <laughs> You're like, I don't know. But yeah, shake your ass. That was that was the jam. He's been gone. That's going to be in my head all day now. You're welcome. That song is going to be in my head all day. It's better than, <laughs> what was that one song? Smell your dick. Oh, God. <laughs> The other day, do you, do you ever remember the Samwell song, What What in the Butt? Yes. Yeah. Maddie had never heard it. How? I have no idea. I said, what, what in the butt? I said, do you want to do what? it in my butt? In my oh, butt? In my butt. Do you want to do it in my butt? Okay. Okay. Yeah, in the video with like... Yep, the fire. Yeah. Yep, I'm like, exactly. Who had never heard that song? I don't know, but he does now. He knows it. And then, like, his lips, they, like, focus on his lips and stuff. His eyes bulge out. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And then he does that <laughs> smile. I, that was, I'm sure I had that video on my MySpace page. Oh, my, on your MySpace page? Yep. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm trying to remember, like, what songs I had on my MySpace page. You know, it would change, like, with your mood. Oh, yeah. I was constantly updating my wallpaper. Mm-hmm. I became, like, a coder. If it was like everybody did uh-huh. during that age, we mm-hmm. all became coders, mm-hmm. computer coders. I thought it was so cool. But like if you went through a breakup, you know, it was all very sad breakup music. Yep. If you were like moving on. It moving was like, on, you're like, I'm a Miss Independent. Yeah. Kelly Clarkson. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't think so. I'm a 
survivor. There you go. Yeah. Oh, man, I miss the days in MySpace. So much simpler. Yeah. It wasn't just all negativity like it is now. Mm-mm. It is not. Well, okay, so we got very derailed from the danger that I was about to talk about. That <laughs> <laughs> never happens. So... This is a very scary story, actually. So if you like Moe Champagne, this is a story you need to know about. Uh, It has been laced with ecstasy and recalled after someone died. Yeah, like crazy. Um, How has it been laced with ecstasy? Like it was an error on their behalf somehow? So I believe it's still being investigated. It's being recalled across the European Union after a German man died and 11 others fell ill from the bottle, which was found to be contaminated with a liquid form of the hard drug ecstasy. Mm. Um, but celib- you can't prove that it was Moe that did it, right? No. I mean, it could have been like people trying to smuggle this in. Sure, yeah. And it just ended up in the wrong hands and wound mm-hmm. up at this club. Mm-hmm. Um, they were having a celebratory dinner at a restaurant in Wieden, Germany in February, and it led to the death of Harold George Z, 52, and serious illness among the seven other guests who shared the bottle of Moen Chandon Ice Imperial. German police are investigating a possible cause of negligent homicide. The Netherlands Food and Consumer Product Safety Authority confirmed that three liter bottles of Moen Chandon Ice Imperial will trace to ecstasy poisonings in one death, and these seven cases. Okay, so it wasn't like just everybody at one party. It was like different yes. groups. Okay. Shit. The NVWA alerted consumers that the contents were characterized by a reddish brown color that darkens over time, a lack of fizzing, and an anise scent. Anise, anise, I'm not sure. Anise, A N I S E. Yeah. It smells kind of like black licorice. Okay. The group warned drinkers never to take or even touch liquid from the suspicious bottle as a small sip could be fatal and even physical contact could make a person ill. Wow. I didn't even honestly know that liquid ecstasy is a thing. Well, apparently it's like very concentrated. Yeah. According to authorities, the bottle that killed the German man contained as much as 100 grams of ecstasy. Recreational users generally consider the average pill to contain 75 to 100 milligrams to be safe, meaning that the deadly bottle contained approximately a thousand times the typical wow. recreational dosage. So that's a lot. That's like really, really strong. That's crazy. So what I'm assuming is this concentration is meant to be spread out into many, many forms mm-hmm. of it mm-hmm. to sell, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm saying that wrong, but you know what I mean? For I distribution, do. I feel yeah. they're not going to sell it like that. They're going to make their money and make, you know, small amounts of pills or whatever yeah they probably found a way to to recreate it get it to go further as far as like putting it into the bottles and transporting it and then they have a way of probably getting the liquid out or whatever you know what i mean yeah to make a profit off of it Mm -hmm. so i would assume that this just was drug dealers trying to get it in to wherever their country in a different manner than yeah. being caught yeah. and put yeah. it in these Moe bottles, but then they somehow ended up in the wrong hands. Oof. It said in both the German and Dutch cases, the contaminated bottles were purchased through an unknown website and were sealed when they reached the affected parties. They could not confirm how ecstasy ended up in, inside and could not rule out the possibility 
that more hazardous bottles of the same brand were in circulation. So that's why they recalled them. But I mean, if you Google this, like if you live in this area of the world and you Google it, they they have like the serial numbers of the ones that they're suspicious of. Wow. But yeah, that's so crazy. I mean, who you would never think popping a bottle of champagne Mm -mm. that that is even possible. That's honestly, that can be very terrifying. Yeah, that's really scary. I drink champagne. I mean, not this expensive of champagne. This is apparently like $400 a bottle. But I do, you know, like champagne. That's one of my like favorite drinks. And yeah, you would never think that just popping a bottle of champagne is going to be deadly. So yeah. Well, even like sometimes you'll even like let like little kids have like a little champagne, you know, like if you're toasting something or whatever. And Mm -hmm. yes. It's so scary. So yeah, especially if it doesn't look right, it doesn't smell right, don't drink it at all. I mean, that's... That's a pretty good blanket statement for most things. Yeah. (laughs) Really? Honestly? So I mean, I know we were joking danger, but it really is. It was Well, that was before we got to what the story was. Don't make me feel bad. It was before we got to the actual actual story. Yes. You didn't know... What I was talking about, okay. And it was fun to say <sighs> mystical. Just so mean to me. Oh my gosh. I have a pretty crazy story because, I mean, wouldn't you like to know what happens to us after we die? Yes. Do you go to heaven? Do you go to hell? Are you just in limbo? Do you just go to sleep? Do you reincarnate into the next lifetime? What happens? Probably. You turn into a ship shifting dinosaur who's knocking people up? You never, you never know. know. A doctor... On TikTok, his at is Outer Darkness. Um, He's a doctor who is recounting a story of a young man who was about 22 or 23 years old who had been stabbed in the heart after a drug deal went bad. Oh, my gosh. The doctor was working in the emergency room and saw the man with his chest cracked open. The doctor working on him refused to let him go without a fight, so they transported him to surgery and pumped him full of blood. Amazingly, they managed to get a pulse and tie up the hole in his heart. After, oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. After about four hours, he woke up, looked me in the eye, and grabbed me and started crying and sobbing and said, He met the devil. <gasps> oh. He said, I saw you working on me. I was dead. I'd never prayed. He said, He went straight down into hell and looked straight in the eyes of the devil. At this point, the man started praying, something he'd never done because he wasn't religious, and an angel reached down and pulled him back up. The doctor continued and said it was the most amazing experience because he was legit. I mean, nobody makes up an experience like that. The last I heard, he's completely changed his life. He gave his life to God, and I still to this day, the look in his eyes when he woke up, the terror, I'm absolutely convinced he did meet the devil. Wow. I mean, I was in a coma when I was 16 years old for four days. And I always thought that like being in a coma was what death would be like, where Mm -hmm. it's just nothing. Like you're, you're asleep, but there's no dreams or anything. Hearing that's kind of puts a little twist on it. Yeah. Do you remember anything from your coma? Nope. Not while I was in it. Um, But when they woke, kind of like started waking me up a little bit because I was in a coma because I had bleeds in my brain. So it was like medically induced coma. Mm -hmm. Um, So maybe it's different than just, you know, you fall into like a normal natural coma, however that works. But I could remember hearing voices like my mom never left my side. And then I had like, you know, my, my dad and my sister and then family members and teachers and stuff like that coming through. But I don't. I feel like it was just... And it was from a car accident. mm -hmm. Okay. I'm like, we didn't say that. People are probably like, what was she in the coma for? Yeah. I wasn't driving. I was a passenger. Um, I feel like I've shared this story on the podcast before, though, maybe. I don't know. I know that we have talked about it before. Yeah. 
but it was it was pretty crazy. Yeah, so I've always just kind of, not to be like a downer, but I always just thought like once you die, that's kind of what it is. And I was always hopeful that it's not because it just means life ends then. You know, I'd like to believe you're reincarnated or you're, you know, get to see your long past relatives and dogs and, you know, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, who knows, right? I believe in reincarnation as well, too. So I believe you move on to the next lifetime, whatever that may be. But who knows? I could be totally fucking wrong. <laughs> I hope I never see a devil if I'm starting to die. It'd probably freak me out, too. Maybe the devil was like his mother-in-law or something. You never know. <laughs> it could be all kinds of different forms. You just never know. Yeah, I mean, I wish you would have described what it looked like. I also saw in the news the first person who received a heart transplant from a pig died. Yeah, I saw that too. That was so sad. After what, seven years? Uh, two months after the procedure. Oh, I don't know what I'm thinking of then. That's sad. He received the transplant on January 7th in a last-ditch effort to save his life. Uh, they didn't give an exact cause of death, but said his condition had started deteriorating. But I, I, was, I watched Good America, Good Morning America every morning, like, religiously. And the guy was on Good Morning America, like, talking and stuff. He was, like, after the procedure was done, you know, like, super hopeful. But man, what a wild world we live in. I mean, it's pretty amazing that they can even do things like that, but you just always hope it will be successful. Yeah, because he was 57. That's relatively young. But I thought that was so interesting in the first place Mm -hmm. that they were able to do a heart transplant with a pig's heart. Agreed. That's just so crazy. It's Think about what's going to be possible 20 years from now. Mm-hmm. That's one of the beautiful things about science. It's mm-hmm. ever evolving. It is. So I have one last story. And it's kind of one of these things where it might be a little bit, I don't want to say political, because it's not really political, but one of these things where it kind of just frustrates me with what's going on in the world right now. And I want to know what your thoughts are on this too, Gina. Okay. This guy, Toby Price, he's an assistant principal at an elementary school in Mississippi, and he he read a book to a class of second graders over Zoom. And the name of the book is called I Need a New Butt. Oh, this is a children's book? It's a children's book. It's a silly, funny book to hook kids in. And ultimately, he ended up getting fired. The story is about a young boy who sets off to find a new behind after he sees a crack in his and fear it's broken. Oh, like his normal butt crack? Yeah. Yeah. So I guess the premise of the book is like, it's okay to just be your body, right? Yeah, probably. And I'm sure it's just funny. But so he ends up Everybody has a crack in their butt. Mm -hmm. You're not broken. You're okay, right? Like kind of thing. Okay. You know, they asked him like, did you think this was funny? This is funny for you to say. And he's like, well, I did before I walked into this meeting. He thought it was funny. I think it's funny. Yeah. It's not like... I mean, if if he was pulling his own ass out and over the Zoom and showing it to the kids, I think that's different. But it's like a children's book. The books I have for Camden, who's only two, are like poop books and fart books. And like little kids find that stuff funny. Mm -hmm. And to me, this is one of those things where it's like, oh my God, like really? Cancel culture needs to be done now. It's just a little, this is like a little bit too much for me. It's not like this was his homemade book. This is a published book, Mm -hmm. and I don't even – I mean, it's about a little boy trying to find a new butt. Right. It's not his penis. And I guarantee you, like, if you were to read this whole book, the premise behind it sounds like he's trying to, like, assure him that you're just normal. Yeah. Right? It's not like it's sexual or something like that. Exactly. And it wasn't like he was – 
talking with his own butt on Zoom or being inappropriate that way. Anyways, that led me down a rabbit hole then too that someone else had written. There was a teacher in Florida 10 years ago who got fired for witchcraft because he did the coin in in the ear magic trick. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I know. Like, okay, so I read these stories and I get irritated where I'm like, when is enough enough? It's And then I'm like, am I alone on this? Chris and I were watching um, Teen Wolf the other day. Okay. Which I love that movie. And it's one of Chris's like classic favorites too. We were watching the movie and I can't tell you how many times we commented on things that they said in the movie that we were like, oh, you could never say that now. This wouldn't fly. You would be canceled from everybody and everything. Mm -hmm. And it's like... Why is why have we come to that as a society? I don't like it. I feel like it's becoming to the point where instead of like being helpful and and trying to like show people like you you sh- you shouldn't be racist. We know that. Yes. You shouldn't judge people on their race, their uh heritage, their sexuality, sexuality yeah. their religion. I mean there's you you just shouldn't. Like we should be past that already but when we are harping on these little things like this i think we're taking it too Too far too far yeah like this man's losing his whole uh, life yeah over a book that he thought would be appealing to four-year-olds well and what it's also creating is people are afraid to say anything anymore and again, if you have a racist comment to say, we don't want your ass to speak. No, that's not what I'm saying. Yeah, no, that's me. not what I'm saying either. Not at all. Yeah, I don't. I don't tolerate racism at all. But if if you're not being racist, if you're not, you know, being crude to somebody's sexuality, you're just trying to read a book to kids. Yeah. To entertain them on, you know, while you can't be in your classroom like because the he, world's crazy. You know what, to me, he's like a good teacher looking at a way to like be able to relate to these kids. Mm-hmm. He's not, to me, he wasn't doing anything inappropriate. I think it's a step too far. I agree. I'm 100% on board with you on that. Like if Camden farts, he's he starts laughing and he's like, mama toot it. You know, like he thinks mm-hmm. it's so funny. Like that's what kids do. do. I mean, yeah. I did it. You did it when we were little. And it's like if some teacher would have read us a book about a little boy's butt, I... I about him thinking his crack was bad too. Like, oh, yeah. I need to find a new butt. Like it's funny. It's broken. My butt's broken. Something's wrong with it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, but I'm getting frustrated. I feel like I've actually taken a big step back from social media. I haven't been posting much. I haven't been doing anything because it's like I go on there and it just, it drains me. Yeah. Well, people will tear tear you apart. Tear apart your picture or something you said. Yeah. It's... I want to just laugh and have fun. And like, yeah. I, I started following all these, like one, like the name of it's like delightful news. I've started following so many pages like that of just good things that are happening in the world. And I'm like other pages that are just negative and, oh, I hate, like, mm-hmm. there's so many out there where I'm just like, if I read a message of theirs, it's just like, it puts me in a bad mood. Yeah. We need more light and positivity. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, we'll talk about dirty, nasty shit here all day long because... That, that's why it's y'all entertaining. are here. That's why y'all are here. You want to break from the negativity and nastiness too, right? Well, I will share my last story. It involves butts as well too. Perfect. To put you in a good mood. Can you take off your pants, bend over, and talk to me through your butt? I sure will. Thank you. My brown eye will be winking at you. <laughs> You're officially canceled. <laughs> a Naples man. Yes, that is Florida. If you don't know where Naples is, people... It's Florida. 
calls 911 about his McDonald's order. Oh, God. And says that he has cocaine in his butt. (laughs) How are the two of these related? I don't know. A man said that he had cocaine in his butt as he was being loaded into the back of a Collier County Sheriff's Patrol car. Deputies asked him to clarify, I have cocaine in my butt. (laughs) Oh, maybe he was just letting them know, like, if they were going to search him so that way he didn't get in trouble for it. Well, he just let them know, yeah. Or he was just bragging. (laughs) I bet you you don't have any in your butt, but guess who does? Uh, 56-year-old Mustafa answered. I love that his name is Mustafa. This is giving me life. Like the Lion King? Yeah, that's the dad's Hell name. Hell yeah. No, that's Mufasa. Oh, sorry. We were close. We were close, Mustafa yeah. is something else, though. I don't know. I'm drawing a blank. Mm-hmm. Well, anyways, he called 911 three times <laughs> earlier that Wednesday morning from the McDonald's on the T- Tamiami Trail he said they had gotten his burger order wrong twice. I get it, though. It is frustrating. Mm. You fuck up my burger, I'm calling the cops. Mm-hmm. I want my cheeseburger without ketchup. And if you give it to me with ketchup again... Calling the cops. Calling the authorities. Culver's doesn't do you wrong like that. <laughs> when deputies arrived at the McDonald's, employees said he had been yelling and cursing at staff over his mistaken order, and they wanted him taken from the premises. Well, yeah, you cannot yeah. yell at the staff over a burger. He said he wouldn't leave unless his burger was fixed. The deputy told him again that he had to leave. He said, fine, take me to jail. I'm not leaving. He's probably hungry. I get hangry, too. <laughs> I just want my damn burger uh, order right. Actually, now I want a Big Mac. Oh, I love Culver's. Culver's is my jam. We're not talking about Culver's. We're talking about McDonald's. You know, I actually have not had a Big Mac in so many years. Maybe I should try one again and I might like it. Mm-hmm. Do you have like a good McDonald's anywhere near you? I do. The one in Oak Creek Then is do good. that. Yeah. Don't go to one that you just are hit or miss. You don't know if it's good. Go to one that you know for sure makes good burgers. Because there's some that are still out there. I mean, there's still McDonald's burgers, but I, I, I do enjoy a good Big Mac. Well, this man, maybe he should have taken that crack rock out of his ass and just smoked it and, and forgot about the McDonald's. Way more mellow. Yeah. Or not. Maybe, or not. Maybe, maybe this or... is what heightened... <laughs> Maybe this is what caused the problem. You know, all I really hope is that if he was going to smoke that crack rock later, that he at least had that rock in like a baggie. I was going to say, because wouldn't his butthole absorb it? I would think so. Yeah. You know what? Maybe that was his whole jam. Maybe he prefers... Plugging. Plugging Mm -hmm. instead of smoking it. Keeps his teeth healthy. Yeah. You know what? I don't know. So you just never know. We do not condone... Smoking crack or yelling at McDonald's employees. Or sticking it up your butt. (laughs) Well, if you've enjoyed this conversation about this crazy Florida man McDonald's story, and you have heard of any on your own free time, please send them in. Podcast at gmail.com. Or you can slide in our DMs. And I just want to add that we appreciate all of your reviews and everything like if you haven't left us one yet please leave us a wonderful five-star rating review i love hearing from you guys and we're always trying to improve and continue to have fun and the more ratings we get the more ears we get into and the longer we can keep doing this damn thing Mm -hmm. so thank you for all of our loyal listeners we truly love you we do and appreciate you
We need, we read all of the stories. Like we love it. Keep sending them in. And thanks for your continued support and listening. We literally started this for fun and we're still having fun doing it. So Hell yeah. the fact that y'all are having fun with us, we love it. All right. I am going to end with our blonde joke. Two blonde robbers were robbing a hotel. The first one said, I hear sirens. Jump. The second one said, but we're on the 13th floor. The first one screamed back, this is no time to be superstitious. <laughs> oh, man. Wow. <laughs>